developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Were you unable to catch the show this morning? Don't worry, we've got you covered. This is the Mark and Jess Replay. Enjoy. Starting today and going until August 4th, Subway has a contest. People can enter for a chance to win a lifetime supply of free subs. The winner will be picked by random on August 7th. But the person that's picked will have to legally change their first name to Subway. And if this person does that, they will get... A one-time payment of $50,000 in Subway gift cards. And then Subway will also pay $750 to help cover the legal fees associated with the name change. So I did the math. If they gave you $50,000 in gift cards and you ate one sub per week, that's $520 per year. It would take you 96 years to finish the gift cards off. So you might even have to leave them in your will. Say, I would like my son to get the remaining Subway gift cards. I, w- I would never do this, but, and I'm not kidding you, let's say if Air Canada had this, I would probably consider changing my first name to Air, middle name Canada, leave my last name, Air Canada Johnston, if they allowed me to fly free for the rest of my life. And I would 100% do it if they said, you can actually bring someone with you all the time as well. So two people flying free for the rest of my life. Call me Air Canada Johnston all day, every day. The Mark and Jess Replay. It's time for Baby Watch 2023. Listen, I have no update. From yesterday, I uh, I haven't heard from Jess. I said yesterday I heard from Jess on Friday, but it wasn't even pregnancy related. And then I haven't heard from her since. She was supposed to be induced on Sunday. I don't know. I'm thinking, I said it yesterday too, I'm thinking the baby's here, but I I don't know. And then Britt tweeted at, uh, at Play92 Regina on Twitter yesterday and said, text her because I said, I don't really want to text her. You know, they're, you know, they're busy. Probably. I don't want to be like, yo, what's up? Have you had your baby yet? So I'll give them a little bit of space. You know what I will do though? Maybe come Friday. If I haven't heard from Jess, I'll send her a text just being like, Hey, you know, what's, uh, what's going on? Baby arrived yet or not? But in the meantime, we just sit and wait. Baby Watch 2023. You're listening to the Mark and Jess Replay. There's a Walmart out in Ontario that's closing its self-checkout kiosk because they noticed that theft was on the rise in their store. And that kind of makes sense, right? Someone's going to the self-checkout. They pretend to scan something, put it in their bag, and then no one knows. They don't check your bill when you're walking out, 
And I'm okay with that. I, I think I would rather go to an actual cashier, speak with them. A little small talk. Hey, how you doing? Good. You? That's the only small talk I do with cashiers. But you know, because if you go to a self-checkout and you scan something and then... Actually, I don't want this. You got to call someone over. They're going to come over, do their thing. With the cashier, it's way easier. Also, and this just happened last night, it said, What card do you want to pay with? Like, I hit credit when I wanted to pay debit. And then, you know, I wasn't going to be like, Hey, can you come change this? Uh, so I just paid with my credit card. Not a big deal, right? But it's just so much easier when there's a human being there, you know, to, to help you out. The one thing about going to a cashier though that I always panic about this has really nothing to do with the cashier I think it's just the fact that I always panic because when I go to get groceries which isn't often but I do go they're just like scanning it so quick and then you got to try to keep up to bag everything and then you look back and there are so many people in line waiting you're like oh my god trying to bag I haven't felt this kind of pressure ever come on hurry up the replay with Mark and Jess last night I was thinking about the best Worst movie of all time. I think a lot of people say The Room, which if you've never heard of The Room, it is horrendous. Directed by, written by, produced by, and starring Tommy Wiseau. I, uh, I've i watched it. Casey and I watched it way back. And we watched it on YouTube. We couldn't find it anywhere else. It's bad. Very bad. The acting is horrible. Like I feel like I could be a better actor. I know I could. I've acted in stuff before. And then I was also thinking about Hobo with a Shotgun. That's a really bad movie too. George Strombolopoulos makes a cameo in it along with Rob Wells from Trailer Park Boys. I think Rob Wells gets his head cut off and then I think, spoiler alert by the way, my apologies. It was released in 2011. If you haven't seen it, you haven't seen it. So, Rob Wells, yeah, he gets his head cut off, and then George Strombolopoulos takes a skate, I think, to the chest and dives that way. Another just horrible movie. But it's one of those movies, along with The Room, where you want to continue to watch it just to see how it ends. Well, I've already put a little bit of time into it. I need to see how this horrible piece of crap ends. And then when it ends, you're like, thank God it's over. This is the Mark and Jess replay. Hopefully this break is better than the last one. I've been humming and hawing about buying one single t-shirt for weeks now. And here's the reason why. I've said it before, but it's because it's 50 bucks. And if this was five years ago, I would have already pulled the trigger. I've been like, yeah, no worries. I'm going to get this shirt. I really like this shirt. Yep. But now I'm way more conscious of how I'm spending my money because of the price of everything, right? Groceries, interest rates going up, having a kid now. I'm like, 50 bucks is a lot for a t-shirt, but I really want it. It's a it's a retro Mike Tyson t-shirt. It's pretty cool. But again, it's 50 bucks. So I texted Casey and said, hey, you want to go thrifting this morning? She's a big thrifter. I said, I want to find a shirt. I doubt I'll find a shirt like this, but I want to find a retro-y kind of shirt. And I don't want to pay 50 bucks for it. So that's my goal today, going out and trying to find something. I feel like a lot of us are in that position now, right? Versus five years ago where it's like you're way more conscious of how you're spending your money. Because, well, 
Things are tough. Everyone's feeling the squeeze. Not everyone. Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos are not feeling the squeeze. They would have definitely bought the t-shirt. You're listening to the Mark and Jess Replay. A Japanese dude spent a whole bunch of money to get this dog outfit that makes him look like a real dog. You're pretty close to a real dog. He uh, is known as Toko, the dog, and it cost him $20,000. And he actually, you know, walks on all fours. And in this photo I'm looking at, someone is holding his collar and I guess pretending to walk him. He posted a video on his YouTube channel, which he has 31,000 subscribers. And this video has received a million views. People are uh, probably like, what's, what's this guy doing? What is going on here? And what if he just goes out for a walk by himself, not with someone? People passing by are going to panic. Oh my God, a dog on the loose walk up and you're just going to hear him say, don't worry, I'm all good. I'm just going for a walk. You're listening to the Mark and Jess Replay. Last night, Casey had Ichiban and she kind of eats it weird, in my opinion. She doesn't leave any liquid in there, just the noodles. That's all she eats. And when she came out into the living room, those noodles were smoking like it was a fire pit. It was hot, or at least they looked hot. And I thought, you got to throw an ice cube in there. Although she can't really throw an ice cube in there if she doesn't have any liquid in there. But that's what you got to do, right? Any kind of soup. If it's too hot, you got to scoop some ice cubes into there. Because when soup comes out, when I want to eat it, I want to eat it now. I don't want to wait and, you know, blowing on it to cool it down. No, throw some ice cubes in there. Now, what she did, again, didn't leave the liquid in there. So what she could have done was actually just taken the bowl and put it in the fridge or freezer. Have you ever done that before? I feel like I'm saying it like I'm some kind of pioneer. First ever do it. I'm sure people have done it before. But then it cools it down to a good temperature. You get it out, able to eat it a lot quicker. Good tip, right? Probably not. Again, I'm not a pioneer. It's been done before. The Mark and Jess Replay. A recent study. Now, we can't take it too seriously because only 2,000 people took part in it. But according to this study, the perfect sandwich consists of tomato, cheddar cheese, and black forest ham. I mean, that's a good sandwich, but... The best sandwich? The perfect sandwich? Mm, I don't know. I think... That's a tough one. Perfect sandwich. Clubhouse? That's a really good one because you have so many different things on a clubhouse sandwich, right? You got turkey, bacon, ham, cheese, lettuce, tomato, mayo. I mean, that's a perfect sandwich. Except, you know what I don't like about clubhouse sandwiches? The middle piece of bread. Why is that in there? And it always makes it so hard to eat. You just gotta, ah, you're opening your mouth so wide. Jaw hurts after you're done eating the sandwich, but it is a good sandwich. And the nice thing about a clubhouse sandwich, 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 is you can dip it in gravy. So you get a clubhouse with fries, gravy, you dip the clubhouse in gravy. Mwah! Delicious. The replay with Mark and Jess. I didn't know that ESPN carried pickleball until yesterday. They air pickleball. And when I saw this, I just thought to myself, why all of a sudden has pickleball just blown up? I feel like it's been around 
for a while, but in the last, I want to say two, three, maybe four years, it's just exploded. We have a pickleball hub here in town. And then over the weekend, I was in Yorkton at a buddy's place and his parents are retired and they play pickleball every single day for two, three hours, I guess. And there's some pickleball drama in town too. Get some kind of arguments and whatnot. Get serious. I've never played before. I don't know. I think it's a game that you don't move around a whole lot. I think it's, as I remember, uh, it's kind of tennis, badminton, and table tennis kind of all together. That's yeah, uh, intense. And it's on ESPN. They're probably professional pickleball players making money. Someday, and I've said this before, someday I'm going to make money playing a stupid sport. Not stupid. I shouldn't say that. A random sport. I think that one day I could become a professional dart player. I do. I think if I started now in 10 years, I could. I've told this to Jess before, and then she's like, oh, yeah, I think I could be a professional curler. No, you couldn't. She's almost certain that she could make the Scotties. I'm like, that's no, that would never happen. And maybe I'm being delusional, but I really think maybe someday I could make it to a professional dart tournament and maybe make some money. The Mark and Jess Replay. Tell me something good. With Mark and Jess. David is a World War II vet, and every birthday he does a different fitness challenge. So when he turned 70, he jumped out of an airplane with a parachute. He bench pressed 225 pounds for his 82nd birthday, which 225 pounds. That's that's impressive, especially at 82 years old. And then when he turned 90, he did 83 straight push-ups, which again, very impressive. Just this year, recently, he turned 97, and for his 97th birthday, he carried 100 pounds, 100 yards. So think when you're out on the golf course, if you golf. 100 yards, that's... That's quite the distance, especially at 97 years old and especially when carrying 100 pounds. And what he said was, if you want to live until you're 100, you got to do stuff like this. And he said, I'm going to live till I'm 100. So shout out to David. What a legend. Tell me something good. Wow, you actually made it through the entire podcast. That's incredible. Catch the show live from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. every weekday on Play 92 or listen to the replay on your favorite podcast app.